Hi, this is David Yaz at the Boston Podcast Network, hoping you are staying safe and healthy during this period of precaution over the coronavirus. It's difficult to connect with your clients and contacts in a period such as this, but here we continue to produce podcasts that allow you to connect with the people that you want to reach. You've got a rapt audience like never before. People are home, they're listening, and they're waiting to hear from you. We can create a professional podcast with a quick turnaround and do the whole thing remotely so you don't have to leave your home. Get in touch with us at pod617.com. This is my true love, The Office. There could be no better thing to talk about. Yes, welcome back to That's What They Said, the ultimate Office fan podcast where we break down our favorite TV show in a way that you've never heard before. So whether you're about to enjoy the greatest iced tea in the world or you're just brushing your teeth, get to the conference room stat because it's time for That's What They Said. With me, as usual, my son, Griffin Yaz. Griffin, thanks for coming back. Hey, everyone. And we have a guest star today, special guest star, and his name is Daniel Oakstein. And Daniel. Hey, guys. Griff, I hold you responsible if Daniel knows nothing about The Office, but you, you were vouching for him, right? Not, I hope not as much as uh, Michael vouched Todd Packer in front of Todd <laughs> Just Packer. That. You vouched for him. You vouched for him in front of Todd Packer. That's a callback to uh, our last episode where we analyzed the episode known as basketball. Today, we are on to, uh, let's see, the name of this episode is Company Picnic. Fifth season, 100th overall episode, and it's a season five episode. Was it 28, Griff? Season 5, 28. This is our number 9 on our big board of top 10 office episodes of all time. That's right. So last week, basketball number 10. This week, company picnic number 9. By the way, if you like this podcast, share it with a friend. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Tell, tell all those other office freaks out there about this podcast, and we appreciate it. Uh, company picnic, once again, aired first time May 4th, 2009. And in the episode, Michael plans to win back his ex-girlfriend, Holly, uh, at a Dunder Mifflin company picnic, while the rest, rest of the Scranton office gets involved in a competitive volleyball tournament. Michael, of course, sees Holly. He is, she is now with her boyfriend, AJ, played by uh, comedian Rob Hubel. You might recognize him from a bunch of other stuff. Eventually, Michael and Holly perform a skit that parodies Slumdog Millionaire, it's a terrible, terrible skit because in, they inadvertently reveal the fact that the which branch? Buffalo. The Buffalo <laughs> branch will be closing, and the Buffalo branch is actually sitting there and learns it for the first time. So horribly awkward, classic uh, office awkwardness. Meantime, the Scranton branch faces off against the corporate branch in volleyball after winning a preliminary match against uh, Nashua, I guess. They won. Yeah. The game's close. Pam gets injured. Pam and Jim go off to get her ankle checked out at a local hospital. And the episode essentially ends with, in a very dramatic moment, with Pam discover, Pam and Jim discovering that they uh, they are pregnant, or I guess more specifically, Pam's pregnant. Pam's pregnant. Right. That one, one little factoid that doesn't fall into our categories. We're going to get to all of our categories, but that final scene is shot in silence, right? Because it's shot from outside mm -hmm. the, the room. You can see through the glass and you can see them embracing and you know right away what the news is. What else could it be? Because they're both very happy. That is an homage to the UK version of The Office where in a similar scene, the, I don't know the character's name, but it, let's say it was the Jim character pronouncing his love for the Pam character for the first time. How about that? Check out the brain on Dave. Thank you. Thank Woo! you. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We'll see you next time. No, just kidding. <laughs> all right. So the categories, we go through all kinds of categories. We go through 
best lines. We do trivia. We do the MVP of the episode, the sleeper character of the episode. We do shrewding it, where we point out where the creators of The Office might have shrewded it a little bit. They might have made a mistake, and we're going to raise some questions. We have our George Foreman Grill Hot Take of the Week, and we added we added a, a category. That's right. For the first time ever. Here we go. Okay. The Dundee, uh, I was going to call it the Dundee Dandy, but Griff, you might overrule I don't it. love it. You don't love just Dundee? Dundee. The okay. Dundee of New Dundee? Episode. New Dundee. We're inventing a Dundee. So any award we want to give to any member of the cast, we may. Dundees are free-flowing. You can make up whatever prize you want. So let's get right to it. Right, Griff? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So for the best lines, why don't you, you want to you go first, Griff? Sure. I'll, I'll go hitter. first. Okay. Um, so my first, I have a couple, but mm-hmm. I'll start. During the cold opening, which for those of you that don't remember, it's when Michael eats an entire family-sized chicken pot pie right. and falls asleep at work at his desk, and they change all the clocks just so it's 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And when Michael wakes up, they find he, he finds that 6 o'clock, and he says, everyone go home. Right. Um, when he wakes up, and everyone's laughing just to get his attention, so he gets up from his nap, They uh, Pam says, you had to be there. Mm-hmm. And then Michael says... It kind of goes subtle, but he says, oh, a geography joke. Right, right. I know. That's a, that's a good one. We'll take a listen to it now, actually. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh. oh. oh so funny. You had to be there. Oh, okay. Geography joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's consistent with some uh, a running theme on the show, which is Michael is never in on the joke. You remember the similar line from the convention episode oh inside joke i'd love to be a part of one someday (laughs) exactly exactly okay what else you got buddy oh i i only have one more it's uh talking to aj about his pants idea (laughs) and aj says oh put me down for a size 34 waist michael proceeds to say all right fatty yeah (laughs) that's also one of my favorites yeah and then he doubles down later as he's getting up you're you're big and then he goes um (laughs) yeah you bet your fat ass we are when aj says you guys are really going through with this classic michael awkwardness like trying to make a joke but makes everyone feel uncomfortable. It's actually pretty funny. Yeah. For, to his credit. Yeah. yeah. Not funny and, then poor, and poor AJ just kind of like, uh, kind of sinks a little bit there. He, do, he, does, <laughs> he doesn't want to embarrass Michael and fire back at Michael. Anyway, okay. So, Danny O, your favorite lines. Also from the Kodo, uh, cold open, one of my favorite lines is when Dwight's giving his sidebar interview and he says, normally I wouldn't be like a part of this. I wouldn't condone this, but I have an appointment with the horse doctor and he makes a joke about like how he didn't know how a horse become a doctor. And he goes like, just kidding. It's just a, a regular doctor who comes and shoots your horse in the head when he has a broken leg. Yeah. Just classic Dwight that, being a weirdo. That talking head is probably worth listening to. So let's play it. Yeah. They're plotting of course, to set the clocks uh, behind the horse doctor, how that horse became a doctor. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He's just a regular doctor who shoots your horse in the head when its leg is broken. <laughs> yeah, classic Dwight. Completely like um, impervious to any violence against yeah. anyone, really. Okay, what else you get to? Another one is uh, the line where he's talking about, it's right before he's about to go in and he's talking to the convention. And he's talking about uh, why he should be with Holly. And he says, like, he starts out going on this tangent. He's like, you and Ho- Holly, you and I are soup snakes and then tries to finish the sentence he's but, looking down at his notes that, right. he's so, that for some reason he's prepared i guess to meet her right yeah snoop snakes, snoop yeah. snakes. Like, it's hard to say but I, I just realized he it actually was said soulmates but he just reading right. the word yeah. soup snakes yeah, that's right he misread his own he couldn't read his own <laughs> yeah. handwriting there was an office trivia pub contest that i went to recently one of the names of the teams was the soup snakes that's i thought that one. was pretty good 
You got any more, Dan? Yeah, I got okay. uh, one more. Is the the from their sketch when they're talking about um, one of the trivia questions is talking about like uh, clinical depression and they and they start giving mm-hmm. background. There's little kids. It cuts to little kids <laughs> and they're just staring at him. And then they go like, "How did uh, I forget which one killed themselves? So how did like Robert Dunder kill himself?" And then they give all the answers and there's just like all these families and it's wildly inappropriate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's awesome when they cut to the kids. That reminds me of uh, a moment in the Dundies where Michaels is playing a horribly offensive Asian-American character. And they cut to some <laughs> some pain. woman, some woman who's unrelated, who happens to be Asian-American, who's looking over in horror. <laughs> and what's going on? That's a go on. Yeah. Um, so my best lines were when they in in the cold open when they, they're so thorough in setting all the clocks ahead that Dwight goes out to Michael's car and sets his car's <laughs> clock ahead and he says like clockwork. It's like I don't know if he meant to be ironic or whatever, but it was pretty funny. Then there's a silent line that I've always loved in the cold open. For some reason, I just I always laugh when I see when they pull off the prank. Dwight does the finger guns right into the you camera. You love that. I, I knew you were going to say something goes, like that. Pew, 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 and then and then it cuts to Jim, who with slightly less enthusiasm does the finger guns. <laughs> but he's like, my, Jim's kind of begrudgingly saying, well, this does deserve some finger guns. So then the last funny line I had was after they realize their skit has gone horribly wrong. Holly and Michael are like debriefing and. Holly says something like, well, yeah, in hindsight, it was really bad to talk yeah. about the Buffalo chapter. And Michael says, yeah, we should have had hindsight. <laughs> <laughs> Classic was, Michael being an idiot. Line. Exactly. He doesn't. Yeah, th- there, could, there could be a whole compendium of those, which were there are a couple mentioned in the episode where they roast Michael. And Jim says he, that Michael invents words like spider face, cut off her nose. Cut off your nose. Face, face. To spider face. <laughs> yeah. All right. Any other best lines? Wrap that part up. All right. All right. Trivia. All right. I'll, I'll go first. I'll shoot this out to you guys. I guess just, um, just sort of holler if you know the answer. So in, as Michael and Holly are planning their sketch, Holly says, maybe we should do it based on the movie back to the future. Um, where in the course of the office was back to the future mentioned? Michael J. Fax from facts of the future in the <laughs> wait tell me go ahead tell me um sure. there it's in the it's in the towards the end of the episode when dwight becomes the manager mm-hmm. and they're discussing uh discussing potential sources of nonsense and pam calls out like what if like dwight's trying to uh get away from potential nonsense and pam goes what if you get a fax and you scream out uh michael j fax from back to the future <laughs> from facts of the future that's funny i forgot about that one i'm gonna give you a lot of credit for that wasn't there's another one in the in the night out episode where Michael and Dwight are are somehow partying with Ryan in New York City, Michael's trying to chat up some woman in her twenties who's clearly horrified that she's talking to this old weird guy. And he's talking about her tattoo and he says, Oh, I, I was thinking about getting a tattoo, just having it say back, like on his back or back or back <laughs> to the future on his back because it was it was something I think it was to the fu- future, future on, like the back. on his back right, on the back right so it would be back to the future and it's it's horrible and she leaves yeah. uh my second trivia question in the picnic scenes we see toby chatting with the apparently the hr the head of hr at corporate because they're clearly both hr because they both have the toby monotone yeah. which was a really funny moment my trivia question is in what other episode of The Office do we see someone who resembles Toby and speaks like him? Ooh. Anyone? Oh, in the, um, maybe in the deposition episode, is there another HR rep there? That's a good guess. That's not what I was thinking of, no. Um, 
in the it might have even been the final no it was the final michael episode i want to say toby gets on a conference call with his brother who who lives out in colorado oh. and he looks exactly like toby talks like toby and he's like he's like maybe and then the toby's brother is saying well should i get a gift to welcome him maybe some marmalade and toby yeah. says no he doesn't like marmalade and it's just a classic what about um when Michael's trying to impress the person that's coming in and he's like on a segue for half of it. And then J Dwight pretends to be Toby and then Toby oh, yeah. finally like figures it out because oh, oh, they left like a book for him in, in the bathroom and he like with was the reading the book for like hours and then he came back in and, um, the guy was just like Toby also, I thought. He was like the help. Could be. Like the inspector who had to make sure like the office was up to code on like all their oh. workplace relations. And You're stuff. talking about the guy who shows up and is the kind of the guest of the office for the whole episode. That's, yeah. the, that's yeah. the Computron episode. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's a clip show. And yeah. I'll, I'll accept the answer. But do you know what that actor is more fav famous for? Griff? I forget the actor's name. I that, know exactly what it looks like, but... Oh, is he on... Breaking Bad? So, yes. He's indeed. the, the yep. helper in Breaking Bad, the one that writes to Walt White. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, I'm going to look it up because it's worth it. But I just, that, that guy has been in, I mean, I, I remember looking it up. He was on another show of some repute. And I want, I want to say, like, you could make an argument this guy has been, the, the, the actor's name is David Costabile. We're, we're, we're totally in the wrong episode now, but what the hell? It's, it's a podcast. <laughs> we can do it. We can make up our own rules. But he played Gale, uh, notably, on in Breaking Bad, who plays a big-time role, also in Better Call Saul. And he plays the, the inspector guy in the, the clip show that comes up uh, later in the, the run of The Office. There was not, he was also on Murphy Brown. He was on, he's in a lot of things. He's one of those guys. Okay. My final trivia question is as follows. How many uh, can you name, how many sports can you name that, people were playing either in the forefront or in the background of this crazy company picnic. By the oh. way, that, that actor was also in the TV show, The Wire. That's what I was trying to think of. Can you name another actor who was in The Wire, The Office, and Breaking Bad, and Better Call Saul? Okay, done. How many sports? Uh, obviously volleyball. That's right, obviously volleyball, yep. I'm going to guess three. I don't know why, but I'm going to guess three. No, but guess what they are. I have no idea. Okay, but <laughs> well, you weren't paying Frisbee? attention. Frisbee is correct. Fris there was, someone was uh, carrying a Frisbee in the background. Someone was throwing a football, football around. And then right up at the end, in, in hoops, they were playing. There was a basketball court mm -hmm. there, too. This was this is one of the things I noticed about this. They really went all out to make this look like the most picnic-y picnic yeah, they ever. Did. Like, there's everything. There's, yeah. there's balloons and refreshments, and there are those cut out things where you stick your head through and take a picture and look like something funny. And uh, someone's actually carrying a soccer ball by the refresher. <laughs> really? I, thought, I just think it's funny that shooting the show. Give somebody a soccer ball to make sure everybody knows it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Daniel, you want to do your trivia questions? Sure. You got a couple? Go ahead. Um, where did Rolf and Dwight meet? When oh. they were at a shoe store and Rolf was oh, asking yeah. for <laughs> shoes that increased his speed but also didn't leave any tracks. That's <laughs> of course. Very good. Good one. Good on you, Thank Griff. You. Okay. Um, yeah, you can go. What, go. Co what color shirt did Buffalo wear? Oh, I actually had the question, what, can you name the colored shirts and their, the, the branch that well, accompanied I'll, them? I'll try since you guys both posed the question. Um, corporate was black, which I, I thought was probably intentional because right. of the bad guys, right? I want to say Nashua was blue. No? No. No? Holly's Nashua. Oh, all right. So whoever they played first with, oh, I know. Albany was blue. Albany's blue. And Buffalo was orange. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah. uh, that might be all. I don't even remember what, what was Dunder Mifflin red? Actually, I don't think Albany's blue. Oh. Albany is yellow. I mean, Scranton. Scranton's oh, red. Okay. Corporate's black. Nashua's green. Utica's blue. Utica's and Buffalo's chair. orange. And we're the only people in the country that care about this. But that's, that's why we love <laughs> well, the office. I remember Buffalo vividly because they sent the front row and they're right. pissed off. Yeah, that, Michael. Yeah. That one's, yeah. By the um, way, I'm colorblind. I, you shouldn't have made me take that question. That's a bad one. Yeah. You got another one, Daniel? Or? Yeah, I got one okay, more. Okay, go for it. Um, what were the two other ideas that Michael and Holly came up for their sketches before they settled on, uh, like, Slum Dunder Mifflin Air? Dunder. Dunder. <laughs> the Jaws. Dunder, Dunder, Dunder. Yeah, they, did the, the, they were going to do a Jaws parody, and, and Holly starts going, was it Holly or Michael? Dunder. Anyway, that's good. And then the, the and other then one back was Back to the, the Future. future. Right. And, their parents. And what was Michael's next preparation question if they were going with the Back to the Future theme? That. Do we, can we get a DeLorean? Yeah, we, <laughs> he actually looks over his shoulder and says, can we get a DeLorean? There are probably like two yeah. dozen of them in the United States. All right, those are excellent, Daniel. All right, I have two questions. Okay. Um, this is kind of a tough one. Can you name the two branches that have already been shut down oh. by Dunder Mifflin? Camden's one of them. Camden. And then the other one's weird. I've never heard it before. Well, we're not counting. Um, Buffalo does not count. Well, why aren't we counting the Connecticut one? Why can't I think of it? Well, they, they mentioned Stanford. it because in the the question and like like the the sketch, oh, they're oh, like following oh. these branches. Okay, yeah. oh, I'm with you. I, um, Ithaca, do we already no? no. It's uh, Yonkers. 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 Yeah. Of course, it's in it's in New York somewhere. Um, and the last one. Oh, this is kind of a weird one. Can you name? Aaron makes one good play the entire day, and it's in the championship game. Mm. Can you name what she like yells out after she makes her like good little heroic play at the end? I think I know. Do you know, Daniel? Maybe like booyah or booyah. something. Booyah! Like booyah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very nice. Good job, Griff. All right, should we move on to our next category? That's right. It's time to choose the MVP of the episode, and. Uh, who wants to start? Griff, you want to start? I'll go one? first. Okay. Um, MVP of this episode, I have Pam. Mm, interesting. Anyone else have Pam? No, I don't. I thought about it just because of her volleyball skills. She was good at volleyball. Yeah, she, she, also, a big day for her. Did pregnant. you know she went to volleyball court most summers? Volleyball just camp most summers. Probably my least favorite line in the episode. But, but I think it's okay, like one of the, the only episodes where she's like the clear, like, lead Central i guess like figure. she's like big in it she is like the, the right. protagonist for most of the volleyball section and then also at the end it's all about her getting pregnant great call i didn't i don't know why i didn't go that way in hindsight all right should have had hindsight i should have <laughs> <laughs> very good yeah you deserve that all right uh daniel who'd you pick for mvp um i crossed off a lot of people it changed it's, it was a hard <laughs> one i feel like i ended up going with michael just mm. because i feel like He's the MVP of a lot of episodes because I mean he's obviously like the most main character I feel like, but this episode he was kind of the source of the the comedy like with the whole sketch thing he mm-hmm. made a lot of like terrible jokes. I also <laughs> find like his relationship with Holly really funny like when he's around other people making really awkward uncomfortable comments with other people there. I just think that's one of the best parts of the ep- uh the the parts where Holly's in. Yep. Yeah, um, that's fair. Yeah. It's a good pick. I picked Michael also. I I, I went with the just don't don't overthink it. Yeah, if we're going with the actual best sort of acting moment, there were probably two in this episode that I could think of that were just... Jim at the end? Like, yeah. that's one. Yeah. The, when Jim, when he finds out Pam is pregnant, he's got tears in his eyes, and it's, it's 
pretty pretty damn good acting. The others are just any of a number of facial expressions Michael makes when he's talking to Holly because you can read his face like a book. You yeah. know, it's like should I? Yeah. He he pauses and you can you can feel exactly what's going through his head. Should I tell her that I love her now? I want her back now, or should I wait? Holly does give the same looks. Credit to her. Like she she does have similar spa- uh, facial expressions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean she's great as well, Amy Ryan. Just showing off that I know the actress's name. Okay. <laughs> um, should we go to uh, Sleeper? Yeah, I'll hit you with my Sleeper. All right, hold on. Um, hold on. Wait, hold sorry. on. I have, a, I have a sound effect. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> sleeper, my ahead. Sleeper. I'm pretty proud of this one. Yep. I think it's Ralph. That's what I did, too. <laughs> it's got to be Ralph. Yeah. Um, it was kind of hard picking a Sleeper for this episode, you know? Yeah, I thought so. Just because, like, Dwight had kind of a main role. I thought he was very good. Um, yeah, like and like Stanley only had like one line. I had Stanley funny, for a little bit. Stanley was funny. Stanley, Phyllis, and Ryan all had like one funny moment, so it's hard to pick among them. But Rolf is Rolf, Rolf was funny. Out. Rolf yep. was good. He pops up again when when Dwight tries to hire all his trying friends. to interview people. Yeah, yeah. It's like the the freak show comes to town. Like in exactly exactly. So yeah, I had Rolf as well. Daniel, who'd you have for sleeper? Um, I had Dwight, and I do feel like he played played a big role, but I feel like he was it was slept upon in the cold open when. Like, I feel is also kind of one of my shooting at things, but mm. he didn't snatch to Michael, which I feel like is a kind of a big, like, go, overlooked because in the past, mm. Dwight shrew, like, snitched on everything. Like, he's Michael's oh, yeah. right hand man, and he kind of went, he was helped and he went along with it, which is kind of big for him. And also, like, why would he have an appointment set up for the middle of the day? Right. Yeah, mm. to go to the horse doctor. You know <laughs> what I mean? Sell, paper sales are like his life. Like, he, he lives to sell paper. Great point. And you're right. No, normally, Dwight is in. Dwight, the Dwight character does change over time, but for the first, for the bulk of the series, he's the kiss ass and everything is to Michael. Yeah. And if someone does something wrong, he's going to report them to Michael. Can you name another moment in the run of the series where he was persuaded to not snitch on someone? You got it, Daniel? I don't know about snitching, but he did go behind Michael's back once to try and get hired. Yeah, that would that would count, I guess. Yeah, no, there's there's when one of the didn't snitch on Michael when he did the pee he, sample for him. He busts mm. he busts an employee for doing something they really shouldn't have done, and the employee talks Dwight out of going to Michael in exchange for oh Oscar. You got it, Oscar. Got when it. Uh, he skips the spring cleaning day, right? He calls in sick. Oh, he's not right. really he's not really sick. Dwight eventually busts him, and then strangely, it doesn't it's seemingly it doesn't take a lot to convince Dwight to just hey just hang out with us and yeah. eat popcorn, Dwight. And also, also hilarious because Dwight is completely missing the fact that Oscar is is with his his male partner and is gay, and Dwight doesn't notice that somehow. All right. Should we move on? Shrewding it. Shrewding it. I got a lot. I got a lot of good. Really? So, so yeah, shrewding is where we, we kind of nitpick the show and find moments where we're like, what, what exactly were they doing there? Um, Daniel, you want to start? Um, one thing that I think like throughout the whole series when Charles is a character, the fact that he hates Jim so much, like just to everyone, Jim's such a likable guy. And mm-hmm. even though he doesn't always take his work so seriously, it never seems to be an issue with the other execs. But Charles just hates him right off the bat. Yeah. Which seems kind of weird. I agree, and they and they kept on it. They like doubled down in this I think episode, that was the point. and yeah, the only the, in in the defense of the writers, I guess they they put that out there as him being over the top mean, and then but but Pam acknowledges it, or, or no, Jim acknowledges. It. He he says, "I don't even work for this guy anymore." Yeah. What the hell, right? So, but that's a good one. That's a good one. Do you want to go around the horn, or should we yeah, I'll, I'll go. You, you go. We'll just keep going. Um, one of my shooting it is that Michael 
uh, David told Michael that the branch was shutting down in confidence yes, before no. the picnic. Yeah, like Michael is literally kept in the dark of all company. We secrets. don't see that moment. We though. never oh, okay, see it. Right. Like, wh- like I don't understand and why, would he, why tell he was him, told. Like, what? It doesn't. He don't. He doesn't need to know that. He's not a. He's just a manager. Oh, I'm with you. You're asking why did he tell? Why? Why that Buffalo was closing? The, yeah, Michael Scott would be the last person you exactly. want to confide in. Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> it's a good point. Um, I have I have a bunch, but here's a here's a small one to start. Michael walks in with a backpack on his back and it's full of something. It's like, and I'm one, and then I noticed some other people walking around in backpacks. It seems like a, a no more than day long company picnic, right? They're not <laughs> sleeping over. What has he got in that backpack? What it, it, it's not even like, and you could have written it off to, well, he's, he's always doing some shenanigans. Maybe it's props for his sketch, but there are no props used in the sketch. Right. Right? No props. So what was in the backpack? Is it the chocolate covered strawberries? Where does he get the chocolate covered <laughs> oh, strawberries? That's another good. How's he keeping hit. them cold all day? Oh, like, okay. Well, maybe that maybe that explains it. Although, yeah, although a, you could fit a lot of chocolate covered strawberries yeah. in that backpack. Yeah. Maybe it's a big cooler in the backpack yeah. with the strawberries. <laughs> that's the best explanation we'll be able to come up with. Okay, Daniel, you want to? Um, I was wondering where's AJ throughout all this? Like he know he has to know that Michael and Holly had this thing while he was gone, and I understand that he's not really a part of. The sketch, but I would think he would be at least somewhat concerned that they're just going off together the whole day, kind of like getting back together. Yeah, agreed. We do see him in the in the audience um, reacting a little bit. Yeah, um, but you're right. Would would AJ really have been pleased with the two of them? And yeah, that that's in a broader sense. Why is AJ not a little bit more keen to their past relationship? Because he does know it because it comes up in really awkward fashion when Michael's doing the, the, the road show and he goes up and, and awkwardly, like in the conference room, uh, reveals the fact that he used to date Holly. Anyway, all right, moving on. Um, so I, I, have, I almost called you Dwight Griffin. Thank you. <laughs> um, I have a little one. Uh, yeah. Jim goes up for the spike to win the, the second-to-last game mm-hmm. and clearly nets it. Like, clearly just gets a whole handful of net and they don't call anything. Would would you have called at uh, West End House Camp? Of that, have, that would have been called, really? He spiked he it and like tore down the whole net. It's not noticed right when he hugs Dwight afterwards. Well, especially since Dwight and Dwight hugs him. Dwight's the one who called the net on the right. woman who was just touching the net while the while the ball wasn't in play. By the way, and then I have one more, which I'm really Go proud ahead. of actually. Um, I hope it's because not right when Pam gets injured. Yep. Pam goes down. Uh, she gets up and goes like, "Oh no, I'm fine. Like, look, I can move it. Like, mm-hmm. come on, it's our ball. Let's go." It's not her ball. Yeah, she missed it. You're she right. She missed it yeah. after like she yeah. had been set up. Good point. That's she missed really it. It's one. not their ball. It's the other team's ball. Good one by you, girl. Thank you. Good one. I just I've, thought I just thought of one more. Go ahead. Um, go. Like, I guess it's kind of a theme throughout the whole series. But when Rolf is kind of making fun of Angela for being a whore and cheating on Dwight, <laughs> right? Like Dwight's just like. Right back, like after like two two comments, he's like, "All right, that's enough, Rolf." And then he's like protecting Angela, and you see him nod at her, which means like they're gonna get back together soon. Right. And I just can't, I can't understand that. Like the whole, why does he like Angela so much? I hate Angela. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a couple more quick ones. One, if if there's such thing as bug repellent with SPF, wouldn't it have already been invented by now? Like I, Dwight and Rolf conspire to like. Well, the government would never uh, approve that much. <laughs> Indeed, well, obviously. Well, then my question is why? What, what what exactly would have been dangerous with it? Um, 
I didn't love the 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 past story about the spider being in in Jim's mitt at the the softball game from the previous year because what exact what it could have killed him. He looked it up afterwards. Yeah, I know, but what but what transpired after that? Did Jim run off the field and not play anymore or something yeah, like that? Or I don't know. It was a little a little weird. You could have come up with something a little better. Mike and Holly are for some reason wearing the exact same hooded sweatshirt in this oh, episode, yeah. and I, I I'd like to know why. And my final one, which is the best one, I think, is Pam emerges as this volleyball star that shocks everyone on the field, including Jim, who looks at her with surprise and says, wow, right? Yeah. And then she explains in, in an off, in, uh, off the field on one of those talking headshots that she's actually been playing volleyball like her whole life. Yeah, in, in Jim college, didn't know too. That. No one at the office knew that Pam played. If you play College volleyball. College yeah. volleyball is a big deal, right? You like unless that it's like intramural or like. Yeah, she said like, she played in college. But I think that's something you talk about, like your interest. Like, yeah, exactly. Would it come up? I don't know. This is season five. But that transitions actually into my George Foreman grill hot take. Okay, good segue. My hot Go take is hot that take. Pam isn't actually that good at volleyball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because Pam misses multiple hits or her form's a little off. I think if you're playing for that long, you got to be a little bit better than that. She's got a good serve, but that's it. I yeah, but the serve was the killer, but okay. It's like touch. I feel like Jim's pretty good at volleyball, and he's a tall guy. Mm. Um, I feel like my dad would want me to mention this. John Krasinski from Newton MA. Yeah, very good boys volleyball team. Oh, he, so played, maybe, he played volleyball as well? I don't know that. Oh, okay. I just know hoops. they have a good team. So maybe, yeah. oh, maybe, he did. maybe he dabbled in volleyball. Yeah, if you're like, tall and you're a good athlete, you're you're going to dig volleyball. I used to love volleyball. I was a decent basketball player. If you're a decent basketball player, I think you're a decent volleyball player. Yeah. But it's weird, though, because... What this is season five now? Season yeah. one, which we just went over, mm-hmm. Jim was like sick athlete in yeah. the first in the first season, but now he's like not really getting up anymore. He looks like, kind of old. I think he's aged a little bit. How how long was it between these episodes? I think it was about a year. Well, what did we what did we say? What did I say at the beginning? Oh, go back and listen to it yourself. It's got to be a couple of years <laughs> yeah. because this is still uh, Roy and Pam like engaged for. This was two thousand nine. When did this When did this show start? Two thousand four. Yeah, that's five, years. five, yeah, that's five years. Yeah, five years. Yeah. His his body definitely changed. I mean, he's you know he's human. He's not. In he's the, not in that the fr- old though. He's no, like, no. In the in he's the in first- great shape now. Have you seen him now? Yeah, John Krasinski. Oh, but, yeah, but now he's like Mr. Jack Ryan. Yeah, you know, right. mo- and and movie star and personal trainer. Yeah, in that movie about about Benghazi, he was totally ripped. Yeah, and I don't yeah. I don't like ripped. Do you guys like? Did you watch the Jack Ryan show? You don't watch it. No, I watched, yeah. the, I watched mov- the first episode. I watched the movie with him. I think that's the movie you're talking about, like the the war movie where yeah he, yeah I watched it's that called Thirteen Hours or something or some some number of hours. He went from like the the Gumby to yeah to the jacked, you know. I like the Quiet Place, Griff. I know you won't watch yeah, it because it's scary. Because it's scary, but, very good movie. <laughs> but he directed I, I, that too, or yes. like yeah. with his wife. Like he yep. was in it with his wife Emily uh, Blunt. Yeah, and and he's great in that. But I can't take him as as an action star watching multiple episodes. I just think of him as Jim. He's yeah. Jim to me. You'll always be Jim to me, John Krasinski. It's not a bad thing. Do you have a hot take, Daniel, or did we just do? Um, no, you go ahead. I guess my hot take is that Charles is the worst character in the show. <laughs> that was basically mine. Yeah, I, I yeah. hate him. The hatred for Jim borders on the nonsensical right, right it doesn't make any sense like they're both young youngish like you know guys who like you figure they'd like there's not that many people like that in the office like there's no like jim's often like the source of reason or like kind of right. a younger guy there's no one like that so it would make sense that they would kind of come together but it's like the opposite like like charles just hates him like right off the bat for no real reason like right and I didn't feel the need for them to pick up that storyline in this episode. I mean, it was good to see him again. He's in corporate, so it makes sense that he would be there. But th- does he have mm-hmm. to go that far? And then, to top it off, Daniel, to build on your point, good good hot take, He 
I thought it was even, it bordered on like not incredulity to use a word that I didn't think I was going to when I started that sentence, um, it, that he insists that Pam, when, when gets perhaps uh, slightly injured, he insists that she go to the doctor and we can, we see right through it right away. They're like, well, you're just saying that to get our best player out of there. And he still, he still maintains the, the ruse and the ruse is horrible. And then David Wallace backs him up. And yeah. David Wallace backs him up. It's well, like, it's I like guess Charles is leading the show here. Like not even David Wallace. You know what? I might change my hot take to, we can, we can have a collective uh, George Foreman girl hot take. And that is that David Wallace kind of incompetent. Yeah. I mean, why, why, well, why is he always? Company goes bankrupt under him. I company mean, go, he he looks the part. He looks competent. But look at all the stupid things he's done. Just in this episode alone, he let them do the skit. He told Michael about the, the, the branch closing. And never forget suck it. Never, yeah, yeah, suck it. <laughs> well, suck it worked though, right? Yeah. Suck it. Got but a then lot he had like he was like the worst. Like after he they went bankrupt and he went. Michael goes to his house. He's just like chilling at home, like doing nothing, like with yeah. his like son, like. He like, yeah. clearly is not that good of an executive. He somehow lets Andy Bernard talk him into buying the company, the company back. Yeah. He somehow doesn't notice that Andy Bernard goes on a boat for like right. two months. And then and doesn't then, fire him. And then doesn't fire right. him. And then a lot says goodbye to Robert California. Robert by, California takes his... Gives him millions of dollars. Gives him millions to of dollars to go European gymnast. Basically be a, yeah. pedo- be a pedophile in yeah. Thailand or something. Yes. All right. Sorry, David Wallace. We li- I like the character. Yeah. He's, he's funny. Because he's funny. I like but, him at the... When they go to the dinner party, not the the actual dinner party, right, but when the they go to like house. the big house party, and he goes out back with Jim and shoots some hoops. Right. Yeah, it's a good, that was, seem like relatable guy. Yeah, that was early before he got weird and sucked yeah. and sucked it. Okay, we're <laughs> up to our final category, people. It's the Dundee New Dundee. Damn, we need a name for this category. We're gonna give out Dundies. Um, Daniel, you want to start with your Dundee? Do you have one? I would give Dwight um, the ultimate distractor Dundee. Because <laughs> Because oh, his, distra- yeah. his distractions were so bad and so obvious, like he just like he kicks the he goes, I'm so angry. Pam's uh, Pam's hurt and kicks the ball like 200 feet away and then just walks at a snail's pace. Really, really, really slow walk. And I really start, enjoy it. Really how many that. people need to get hurt before we do something? Before we learn One, a lesson. Two, <laughs> three, just all the way up. And then, let, let me finish. Let me finish. Yeah, let me make my finish. point. Four. Five, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I love that moment. Griff, you want to go? My, you kind of already hit it. Okay. Um, my Dundee is Jim's kryptonite, and it goes to Charles Minor. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> along the course kryptonite. of the entire show, Jim's kryptonite. That's like, that would that would look good on a Dundee. Along the course of the show, it's the only person that Jim can't get the better of ever. He always right. is like above Dwight. Always knows how to prank him. Um, he never runs into like real challenge. He's always able to face yeah. adversity. And then Charles is like this one dude that he can't get past for some reason. Mm-hmm. He seems like flummoxed by him too. Like he can't handle it. Like he's so yeah. confused after every interaction. He's also one of the few characters who never really makes a joke. He 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 speaks lines that you might laugh at. Like there was one episode where he said, uh, "Yes, I am aware of the effect I have on women." When all these women are <laughs> yeah. fawning, him. like that was a funny line. But for the most part. He's like the most serious character, almost yeah. too yeah. much. I mean, the actor's great. If you haven't seen, but to bring up the wire again, he he would he played Stringer Bell on the wire. Isn't Idris this Edris Elba. Elba. Elba? Yeah, sexiest He's man, sexiest man, man, man alive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He beat out uh, Toby Flanderson. Okay. Yeah, if you look, <laughs> actually, if you look in the the last scene. There's a shot of him, and he's wearing like the shortest shorts I've ever seen oh, really? playing volleyball. Yeah, it's really weird. Well, that could have been a shirt. That's weird. Thank you. Yeah. Well, very good. Uh, my Dundee is very simple, and uh, we'll go back all the back to the cold open. Just best lunch. 
Chicken pot pie. Chicken Michael pot brings pie. it to chicken yeah. pot pie. Best lunch. It almost made me think, why did I, why have I never brought a chicken pot pie to an entire family sized chicken pot pie? <laughs> and then and, and also good commitment on the lunch because he first of all he microwaves it, which is a little weird. And and then he's carrying it. Oh my it god, that's a shrewd. They have an oven. Why is he running out of That's a shrewd. You yeah. can't microwave an entire chicken pot pie. I guess you could. I just tried to make a chicken pot pie the other night. <laughs> Not even kidding. In the oven, it's in there for an hour. It wasn't even done. Well, it's usually well. It's, well, maybe he had cooked it earlier and was just heating it up. Yeah. But but also, it, I think it was in a glass. Um, it was pan, okay. Because if it was in tinfoil, then that would be a shrewd. But anyway, I identified with that scene, like falling asleep after eating. <laughs> Griffin knows so when we go to Five Guys, I'll take a huge nap yeah. after that. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, that part was almost believable, although. I don't think anyone fall hits REM sleep like Michael did on his desk, but <laughs> it was worth it for the joke. All right, I guess that about wraps it up. We miss anything, boys? No, I think so. I think that's it. All right. Well, thanks for joining us on That's What They Said. Um, Daniel Oakstein, main voyage. I'm declaring you the MVP of this episode <laughs> of That's What thank They you. Said. Daniel, congratulations. I'd like to thank my family. <laughs> Do we want to say what the next episode's going to be, or do we leave it to suspense? How about a hint? We're each going to give a hint as to what. So if you, if you, in case you missed it, kids, we've done episode, uh, our 10th on the list of top 10 office episodes, basketball. We just, of course, did number nine, company picnic. Number eight. Here's a hint from each one of us. Griff, you go. Bubble wrap. Bubble wrap. Mm-hmm. It's going to get pretty hot in here next time. I will say Carbondale. Is that a good one, Griffin? Carbondale. Carbondale. That's the name of our trivia team. Yeah, but don't tell them the rest of it. That might give it away. Thanks for joining us on That's What They Said. On behalf of Griff and Daniel Oakstein and myself, David Yaz, please uh, subscribe to us on on Apple Podcasts, not iTunes anymore. Apple Podcasts. Share this office podcast with a friend, colleague. And until next time, that's what we said. That's what you said. That's what she said. See you next time. Later. Say goodbye, guys. Bye. Should have had that sign. I should have. (laughs) (laughs) Very good.